Hi, Mark. Hi, Richard. Hi, Ryan. Hello, Richard. Hi, listener. We're, uh, we're back. Singular? Oh, probably only one. Yeah, probably only one. Yeah. Well, given we've been away for so long. That's the key. He'll be the definite. Yeah, we're still alive. Um, it's been, it's been. Has it been two months? No, not quite. But it's been quite a while since the Christmas pod. Um, and we haven't played much football for various reasons. So, um, yeah, we are alive. We're we're back. And you might think that we've just come back because we won at the weekend and we got a point last night against the league champions. And you'd be spot on. That's why we're yeah. back. That's exactly why. I mean. We had debated doing prior podcasts, but we just had to wait until we weren't depressed anymore. It's, it had, it's been a long wait. Yeah, I mean, since the last pod, how many have we played? Four or five games? Um, four, has it been? Or three? I, mean, it's, I, or I think I, I rewatched. I rewatched the. I was watching some of the Sky footage from last night, and I think. Uh, Carrick native Paul Gilmore said that we have done, we've played four games in 82 days. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, yeah, oh. it's been, it's been a while. It's mm-hmm. a run of games and this is, it's going to get pretty hectic now. And um, I think we'll come on to upcoming fixtures later on, but we're, uh, we're, we're fully booked for the next 10 Tuesdays and 10 Saturdays. So, the rest of our lives, basically, will be taken up by Tuesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Well, it's the 2nd of January. Uh, we were away to Korean. Okay. And then we went to play the arm. But we went in isolation. Um, let's not mention Stormont or Arlene or Robin or Michelle. Okay. Don't right. start now. Okay. Don't start now, please. Uh, then we went to play Korean again, so that was a reverse fixture which was rescheduled, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got called off because we had a frozen pitch. Then we had a two-week circuit breaker with testing when we returned. Then we went to play Portadown. That got called off because the pitch was frozen in parts. I don't know which parts. Um, I don't know. They send out in a postcard to Roston Lob and we'll get an answer maybe. <laughs> then when we came back to play, we yeah, when we got some competitive football, we played Glentorn and Balmina and lost both. Um Balmina was on BBC, um, and maybe oh. that was probably if you were looking at performances. Glentorn was a decent performance that night. Um mm-hmm. we should have won that game. We should have, uh, it was our first game back and or since the Korean games, that would have been about two weeks, three weeks maybe, and you know, it didn't look like a team that hadn't played for that long. Um, it was a really good performance, and we were just, I think we had everything about us except the cutting edge to score because you know, obviously, we, we didn't, we lost 2 0, but you know, had we been able to, to put the chances away that night, as you say, I think you know, we wouldn't even have got a draw, I think we're probably going to come away with the win, yeah. And the, the TV cameras came against Balmina. Um but it still couldn't rival CRFC on cut mark. Still felt uncut was mm. better. Well, yeah, I think so. It's there every week, isn't it? So it's it's one for the fans. I think it's, it is good at the minute because um, you can people can sit and watch that after the game. 
uh, six or seven minutes of what goes on. It just it does like that um, that roar whenever we score a goal. I remember the first one against one point. Uh, whenever it was we scored uh, later on. That was good. Over Army. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird watching old football matches on YouTube and seeing full stadiums. It yeah. feels like it's yeah. It feels like it's from a movie or something that didn't actually happen. Do you ever, whenever you're watching like Sky Sports News, do you ever see a clip or even Soccer AM and there's there's crowd in the background and you almost feel like grabbing the person beside you and going, <gasps> they're not socially distanced. Mm. Like, it's so weird. You know, we're so far into this new world or whatever you want to call it that, you know, seeing, seeing those sorts of things, like imagine going into Tesco, you know, without a mask or without sanitizing your hands. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh, no, I won't feel right whenever it's all over in a few years. Whenever all the phone that's us, but positively great. Um, and then so after Balmina, we then had a game against Warren Point that got called off. Then the next day, we had a game against Warren Point and mm-hmm. that got called off. That was yeah. fun, bad, yeah. Bad. Did, I wasn't able to go. You two lads, what, how far did you get down the road before you found out the first night? Uh, fully, fully there. Yeah, Mark was fully there. I wasn't. I was over halfway there. I can't remember where I was. I was in the car with Obaldo Ford. So you'll be able to tell. <laughs> I was. I was gutted, Mark, because I knew you were there because I, I saw the message in the in the group saying uh, where do you park, and by that stage the game had been called off, and I was like, oh no, he's gone the whole way. <laughs> And find out that it's off. Had you just texted to say it was off? Because I don't think my phone was picking up much signal because I had Spotify and Google Maps on. So I don't know if any of you texted to say it was off. And I could have seen it before I got there, but I don't know. I It's run on some of the bus here, isn't it? No, but I just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had crap signal. Like, so that's, I was thinking maybe... Because um, they didn't... I got like 20 WhatsApps, like 20 minutes down the road, like going home, so... I guess someone that texts, but I had a good podcast to listen to on the way home, so it made that a bit more unbearable. Fair enough. I can't remember, to be honest. It all kind of happened quite quickly on that night that it was called off. And it was about seven or just after it all happened. Because when I, scheduled for the next day. when I arrived, I uh, thought, oh, there's no one on the pitch. That's a bit strange. Yeah. We should actually um pay tribute, Mark, to your editing efforts for the second I because I just kind of my head, I forgot about that. The second postponement. Um it was a good little graphic that was made up for that. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Um from The Simpsons. So that was if anyone wondered who that was, Mark Graham. He's the man. Um, and then after that, sorry, well, we sort of throughout the month of January, um, we have some new faces. So I think had we, you know, we recorded last time. I think maybe it was maybe talk of a few people coming, but um, yeah, in order: Chris Ramsey, Corey McMullen, Jared Story, Jordan Jenkins, and on deadline day. Cahar Freel signed. Um, so lads, what do you think? You've seen them in action now. We've had a couple of games. Um, who's who's the standout? 
Who are you looking forward to watching? Who stood out already and who are you looking forward to watching over the next couple of oh. months? And, and given we've got 25 games to play. Yeah, I know. We'll get a chance to see all of them. And eventually, I think in recent games, it's been Ramsey, Jenkins and Frail, which we've seen the most of. Um, McMullen came on against Korean as a sub, but then he got injured in training not long after that. So we didn't really get to see as much of him this month as we would have liked. But um, I think our transfer business in January has been quite good, you know, and I think it was you know, it was obvious that we needed to bring some players in just based on our lead position and you know, not not all the performances in the, the opening few months were were where they needed to be. And you know, it's we haven't made wholesale changes either, you know, we've added all over the pitch and in the right areas with the right players who've, you know, improved us and I think it's shown that the team that we did have there, you know, that kind of basis that, you know, it wasn't far off. It just needed those those few extra heads, those few extra faces to come in and and give us, you know, a bit more a bit more quality and a wee bit of a lift. Yeah, Mark, what do you reckon? Who's been your who've you enjoyed watching so far? I know we've talked about Freel on the touchline last night. Yeah, I think uh, JJ probably has impressed me the most, I think. Um Hard work, um, tenacity, and just um, like has an eye for goal and always is pushing us forward. So I think he's been very good, and he's got off to a quick start. Um, considering how uh, he hasn't been here that long, obviously, but yeah, uh, looking forward to see a bit more of Corey when he comes back. Because um, obviously he just had that one game for like twenty minutes. So no, but I think all of them have been good so far. So looking forward to seeing. More of all of them. Yeah, no, it's it's been good. It's it's definitely. I think with the the football sort of restarting again and a couple of new faces in the squad, it's been a little bit like a new start almost, almost like a new season. Yeah. I suppose because we've only played mm. what eight games or nine games. Yeah. Um. By the time we restarted, so yeah, that's been good. Um, so we mentioned briefly as well before we actually get on to the the two bit performances the. The decision that came the day after deadline day regarding uh, do, you, do you know what I'm, what decision I'm uh, looking uh, to? Brexit. Oh Brexit. no, okay. <laughs> I mean, Brexit was a close second, yeah. Right. But, you know, yeah, yeah. And we right. and we haven't for the and we haven't for the John Hood episode of Uncut to, to bring up Brexit. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Be a while yet, but <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Though I'm waiting. No, uh, so, go ahead then. I, so, I, yeah, sorry, I've missed no, it. That's it. I've missed it. And you give us the whole story. Um, well, I don't have the whole inside scoop. I'll, I'll give the manager a scoop, which was that on the 1st of February, I think, there was a meeting of the championship clubs in which basically the majority of them voted not to start the season, meaning that you know championship and premier intermediate league won't won't happen this year basically and you know as such there won't be any relegation from the the premiership so it's definitely um secured us in the, in the top plate for another season and it's definitely you know um changed the landscape i suppose a wee bit if you want to say that and that you know that there's no more that fears taken away i suppose yeah just um i actually heard i know we will talk about Saturday, but uh, Sergi 
we, we featured on Radio Ulster and after Saturday's game and um, he said about how no one wants to finish second um, or not second sorry you wouldn't want to finish bottom because you're going to the next season and you'll have that tag of the team that should have been relegated and it's yeah. good it's nice it's refreshing to hear that that's the lads are not they were not that we doubted but you know, they remain motivated and, and they're going to keep working hard and and based on recent the last couple of games and performances before that you know, it's good and all being well we'll keep picking up some points. Um, on points then, we got three of them on Saturday. Uh, it's Ooh, second win of the season. Yep. And a free kick, which I'll be honest, I don't think many people quite expected it to go in to start with, but also the person that hit it. That was a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Mark, Mark yeah. from behind the camera, what did you think when Sergi stepped up? Um, well, as he was approaching the ball, I thought oh, this is new. He doesn't usually do this, but <laughs> I don't know. It was just there was an aura down there. I thought something was going to happen, and it did happen. So, you know, Sergi's composed and he's the leader. So, I just thought if he's wanting to take this, he must have something in the locker. Yeah, big Roy nets too. Oh, big Roy mates with MC. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was thinking about this earlier before we, we came onto the podcast. Just the way Sergi in general, when he scores goals, he always seems to score goals at like important times, or he scores like you know important goals. This was you know, it was obviously the first goal we'd scored in I don't know how many games. You know, it yeah. was the end of a it was the end of a goal drought. You know, basically and. You know, if you look at Sergi's goals that he scored in the past, he scored in the, the game that Miguel obviously scored, the overhead kick. You know, Sergi got up the header for the first one to, to give us that kind of the spur on to, to go on and, and win that game and stay up. And you know, even in the promotion playoffs two years ago now, it was, you know, Sergi away the yards. He got the, the first header well. It probably calmed the nerves a wee bit on that night. So... Always seems to, to pop up at the right times with the the tools when we need them. It seems, which is you know the sign of a of the type of player that he is. I think as the leader. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's a great. It was a great hit. And I think Nas said afterwards that um, they were never going to hear the end of it. So that's quite funny. That's always good. It's always <laughs> good when it's that. positive. To be honest, if I hit that free touch bike, it would probably I'd play that at my funeral, to be honest. If I hit that, you know, I, I'm just being honest. But, oh, it was it was some strike, you know, you have to give them credit to get it. You know, it was, it was a good position as well, and Trapper failed, you know, did well to win the, the free kick, but you know, he's he's got it up and down really well. He's put it in a good area of the net. You know, Roy Carl's decided not to jump for it because he probably couldn't get across there in time the age of him, but yeah. It's a Northern Ireland great. You're talking about, I suppose, but <laughs> no, fair, enough. fair enough. Um, so Serge, Serge got the first. Uh, Carrefour won the free kick on his debut for the club, um, and it was you can sort of see the the value in, in that signing. I think from that from winning that free kick. Um, you know, in an area that's a really attacking area. 
yeah. and just have a sort of crafty play to, to, to win the free kick. And yeah, I know. It's, it's something that we've been missing, I think. The yeah. type of um, intelligence of, you know, again, it's, I don't want to say, you know, that he's dying, but, you know, it's, it's an intelligence of, you know, putting your body in the right places and, you know, making the defender, you know, get contact and challenge you from behind and, you know, those sorts of things that we've just been missing. And, you know, he's, he did a, on Saturday against Dundano, he did the same on Tuesday against Linfield. You know, whether it's winning three ticks that, you know, he can potentially attack from, you know, and try and score a goal or whether it's, you know, winning a free tick that'll just, you know, buy you those few seconds to, to calm yourself and to collect yourself and, and take a break if you, you come under a wee bit of pressure. You know, it's something that, while it sounds, you know, maybe innocuous or not the biggest thing, you know, it's, it's definitely something that has really benefited us, I think, in the last two games. Yeah, definitely. Mark, what do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. Um, just great all-round play, I think. Um, holding up the ball, bringing players in. Uh, nice wee flicks on the players, run the ball on. So, um, yeah, he's had a really good first few games. So, yeah, exciting stuff. You said earlier about um, Jordan Jenkins. I really, I thought towards the end, I know they both got subbed off on Saturday, but they, there was a sort of 15-minute spell just before they went off. That they really started to link up, and you sort of saw it. But oh, this is promising going forward. Yeah, a lot of first touch stuff, which was good to see. Yeah, um, no, it was good. And you think of then the bench too, like Johnny Fraser on the bench with his pace. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's definitely exciting in the attacking third, which is which is good. Well, it's gone. will come back soon as well. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Touch wood that I haven't. Put him out for another two months by saying that, but he, he seems to be getting closer and closer every day. So it'll be a good option as well when, he, when he's fully fit. Definitely. So that was that was the first goal um, against Duncan, and the second then saw so Yaya, our good friend from Donacuni. Uh, Donacuni supporters club um, are big fans of Yaya. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Yaya got his first goal for the Amber Army um, on Saturday and probably, and well, sorry, his first goal in competitive football and um, he did score in pre-season, but I think um, no one could say that he didn't deserve it from his performances were great sort of on the nine, ten games we've played so far. I think that would be fair to say, wouldn't yeah. it? I'd say Yaya has done absolutely everything in his time here. You know, in his competitive games, except for score, you know, that's been his Sunday, his one burden, if you like, that he just wasn't able to find the back of the net. And, you know, on Saturday, Lee Chapman, you know, done very well, I think, down the, the right flank. And he had the vision to pick Guy out, and he sent a pattern across the goal, and Ron Fuchs, Roy Carl, so it was a really good finish. And, you know, hopefully now that he's got off the mark, that'll give him the confidence that, you know, I don't know, whether it was a confidence issue before, or whether it was, you know, just someone else, but hopefully that will, that will motivate him and encourage him on to hopefully grab a few more goals to see if he's got himself in, in good positions to score. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, Mark, we saw him against Glentoran play as a as a striker and I think he's shown serious versatility because he's pretty much played in every midfield position and now up front for a couple of games also. Yeah, and against Glentoran he had Plenty of chances, and I suppose it was just unlucky that 
you know, he could have got at least, at least two or maybe three. But yeah, I think everywhere he's played, he's looked comfortable, comfortable, and he's impacted the game. So, um, many more, many more good things to come. Yeah, delighted for him. Um, because I definitely deserved it. Um, we also we had a we had a debut that we haven't mentioned um, on Saturday, which was we scored a goal, which meant that we were able to post on social media huh. um, some goal graphics, which we made on twenty eighth of November or something like that. It's the end of November, hmm. wow. and we scored we scored one goal before in that period of time since then and since Saturday. Um, or since then until Saturday, and it was against Warm Point. We were already 3 0 down. And when we scored, I remember saying to Ryan, I don't think we can post the goal graphic yeah. here because it's gonna, oh, this yeah. is the first time we're gonna use them when we're losing 3 0. So we were yeah. finally, finally able to use um, something we've been working on, or we worked on ages ago now. Uh, so I was buzzing. That was, whenever we scored the first goal, I was like, finally. I've seen you running down the, the walkway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was I was wondering was I caught I was, on the BBC? I seen you in real life as well, but you know, I yeah, yeah, there yeah. Well. Oh, can, can, I wonder could you see it on the on the live stream? Yeah, you could. Oh, could you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. That was a was a bit of a, a sprint, right? Wasn't it? God, I forgot initially, and then I had taken, I'd got the free kick on. I'd taken the photos of it. And then I suddenly thought, hang on, we've scored. Graphic. And then I came, yeah, bouncing down, like baby giraffe towards Ryan, shouting, shouting graphic, 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 so he didn't forget. And he didn't, which was, was good. Uh, well, I don't think I could have that sort of reminder. No, no, sort of, no. I, I, yeah. I should probably pay you from now on. Anytime I need to remember something, you can just come bound and pass me. You should about me. Well, the hive is Jack Bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, very good. And then yeah, we got two. So Yaya's appeared as well, and then that probably leads us nicely on the. We were able to post a graphic about Dan Kelly last night. Um, last night we played Linfield, and um, that was the third time we've been live on Sky, and second on at home. Um, well, it was a shame there were no fans, but it, I suppose it was good in a way because it meant everyone, a lot more people, could watch. Watch the game than usual, so it was good. Good platform. Yeah. Um, so to cover the game, we conceded a very early goal, and Mark and I were actually talking just around halfway through the first half. That I think every game we've played Linfield this season, we've conceded in the second minute, or it certainly feels that way. Yeah. I think what was it? Was the first game of the season? Was that well, the the Cunningham Waterworth? I think score. I think the Zeri scored. Well, I from Shield. Uh, it was in Zeri. Yeah. And then Jordan and Stewart scored, but I'm pretty sure it was fairly soon after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that night, yeah. And then the following Saturday, we went to Windsor Park, and I reckon we were 1 0 down pretty early on as well. Was uh, I think it was Waterworth. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Waterworth after five, ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. Oh, my and then last night, uh, there was an there was an even earlier chance um, in the first minute, but in the second, uh, Shane Lavery scored, and yeah, I reckon uh, you were sort of thinking this could be a, a bit of an uphill struggle from here. But to be fair to the yeah. lads, I think I don't know what you lads thought, but I thought from about the tenth minute onwards, 
We looked very, very good. Really good. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I think whenever that first score goes in after two minutes, you really do think, like, what are, what are we in for here? You know, you look at the Linfield pattern line, you know, the hard Lavery, Manzinga, you know, Naziri, Cooper. Um, you know, you really expect them to maybe go down a dangerous path, but you know, credit the lads, they didn't, you know, put their backs up against the wall, they didn't panic or anything, you know, they, they settled the game and from then on, as you say, you know, we dominated not even the rest of the first half, you know, the rest of the game. We we dominated it in terms of in terms of having the better play, having the better chances, having more possession, you know. Was, I've never seen it before and I don't yeah. really it was a wee bit hard to believe to see it happening, you know, they put in such a good performance against the Blues, you know, but absolutely credit to the all the players, you know, there wasn't it was it was a real team effort, I would say. Mark, what did you think about Watson back to uncut today and last night? What did you think of the performance? Yeah, I thought it was good. You know, I think the first ten minutes after the goal, Linfield were kind of all over us. They were kind of charging everything down and blocking passes and kind of weren't really getting in the final third. But after that, I think really grew into the game and yeah, I think we probably created maybe like eight or ten decent to good chances. Um, there's a couple of occasions where we had like a lot of pinball in the box. And yeah, yeah I think yeah. as the game went on, you know, we didn't panic or kind of nothing terrible went wrong or anything. So a very solid performance over the whole game. Yeah, so um, we went on the break one nil down um, and played pretty well in the first half and the boys came out in the second half on a pitch that was starting to freeze I think by that stage mm-hmm. and continued where they left off and it wasn't until we had we had chances you say Mark but it was the 84th minute um, corner on the far side from where I was sitting um, whipped in by Jared Story and it, quite a low sort of ball but it Bounce sort of skidded on through to Dan Kelly, who finished it well. Uh, I think it kind of went through Chris John's legs. But um, and the celebrations is for those who can't see behind Ryan and then behind Mark also. Yep, there you go. The lads, uh, the lads enjoyed it. We all did. Um, and Dan Kelly's graphic then appeared on social media. I think uh, five minutes after that, Linfield sort of. They stepped it up a wee bit. I don't know if you boys felt that there was we got a bit deeper and it was almost like, oh, we get a point here. I a little bit, but I don't know. I don't think Linfield went like full out, like mad, but I don't know. Uh, well, I would I would say just before we had scored their goal, they had Niall Quinn, who would be one of their defenders, you know, fully stripped and on the touchline and the fourth special out of the board ready to go up. And then as soon as the our equalizer went in, he was he was sat back down and Andy Waterworth was Andy Waterworth, sorry, was was called up and, and stripped and thrown on. So it was a the did as you say, you know, um obviously in that situation, you know, they were not wanting to drop any points, they were unbelievable all three. So, you know, from that perspective they did, but I didn't I didn't feel it came under any real 
spread. You know, I can't feel think of a, a, a Linfield Thompson who was kind of last minute, so you know, really had us hearts yeah. and mouth. Um, no, that's know, fair. Man, that's fair point. Yeah, if, if anything, it was it was probably us right at the death almost that could have could have met, but. Yeah. yeah, so the, fir- the first chance at the end, um, Johnny Fraser was through and uh, passed to Lloyd, didn't he? Lloyd was, in- Lloyd was involved in both. Johnny Fraser broke through and came off, came off the bench along with Lloyd. Um, and I can't remember if the shot was blocked, but then after that, yeah, the- which turned out to be the final kick of the game. Um, Lloyd-, <laughs> Lloyd had a really good chance. I haven't watched it back yet on the, on the TV, but... Um, yeah, imagine we'd have won that. Imagine we'd have stolen it at the end. I mean, you'd take 1-1, but imagine mm-hmm. I'd gone in. I know, I know there was no spectators in, but there still would have been a pitch invasion for me and Bobby <laughs> Forbes. <laughs> Sprinting on. If we had scored that, to be honest, live on Sky. But, look, you know, if you just have to you have to just think back to whenever we went 1-0 down after two minutes and had somebody said to you then, right. you're going to draw this match 1-1, you know, you would, have, you would have taken it. So I think it was Niall put it after the match. Can't be too greedy, even though you're looking at that chance or those two chances and thinking, you know, we really could have, we really could have took all three points. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Shout out to the, the Sky team who... I don't know if they drove to Cork after the game last night, oh. but if they did, fair play to them. I believe they did, yeah. I think did they were mostly oh I think they were mostly court based. There were some Dubliners as well. Um, but yeah, some track was all the same, you know. Fair play to them. Definitely. But they're welcome anytime. Like come back whenever yeah. you want. We have a game coming up Glen Avon, is it? Saturday week or something like that. Or more than Definitely. Uh, before that, we play Crusaders on Saturday at Seaview. Um, that that'll be another challenge. Um, but as we showed last night, you know, a solid performance and the boys put in a shift like they did, which um, which they hope to do again. Who knows what will happen? So what what do you reckon? What do you mm. what do you see coming up? You never know. You don't want to get your your hopes raised too much if in a way you don't you don't want to be you want to keep yourself grounded i think that's what i'm trying to say after a result like that you know it was a really good result really good performance but um you know you've, you've got to go in with the exact same kind of attitude the exact same application and, and performance this saturday for to get a result because um crusaders are you know, one of the other top teams in the league and see he's really hard place to grow i was trying to find earlier the last time i've seen us win or even Get a result against the crews at Seaview, and I really can't off the top of my head think of when that might have been if I've ever even seen that. So it's a really tough place to go. Um, the crews will I can't remember what their recent results have been, but you know, they'll, they'll be out to call three points against us. There's no doubt about that. It'll be a, a tricky one for us, yeah. Mark, what do you, what do you see coming up? What do you reckon? Um, I don't know. Crusaders is one of the few games or stadiums I need to have not been to yet. Uh, so just looking forward to that in that way. But yeah, I suppose it's going to be probably more of a physical game than last night's. But um, yeah, it'd be nice if Alex Gong gets on the bench and hopefully as we progress over the next few weeks, we can have a a full squad, that'd be nice. So 
uh, just looking forward to it and we'll see what happens. It's good. It's a good point you mentioned on goalie because I think pace at CU is it's such a quick pitch. I mean, the ball just can fly away. Yeah. Um, as, and that's, that's one strength that's over the years, as we see with Heatley. Um, yeah. No. You know, his pace and in days we've gone there and <laughs> it's been the Paul Heatley show. And it's, even though he used to play for Carrick, it wasn't in a Carrick show. Uh, he, he always seemed to have, for whatever reason, some sort of um, spell against us for any time we played against us. He, he would have just, you know, casually grabbed the hat trick and we're all worldies in the mm. top corner. But yeah, you know, the crews, as you say, you know, it, it, the pitch is um, beneficial to the fast players. You know, if you look at the crews teams down the years, they've had the Paul Heatley's and the Gavin Whites and the those, those fast, tricky players who would play off, you know, the, the big strikers, the Jordan Owens or, or your big mate, Adam Letter. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we have a lot of a lot of pace going forward now as well, I would say. You know, JJ's, you know, can, can really get going. Johnny Fraser's fast, Ron, if he comes back and is available, is really a fast player as well. So, you know, hopefully that's something that we can use to our advantage as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, just checking the, the schedule then. So after that, Glenavon on Tuesday night, and then I'm right in saying then that's Glenavon on Saturday. You were talking about Mark or Ram that you were inviting Sky to come to. So it's Glenavon back to back. Yeah, Glenavon back to back. Um, I, can't, I think we've had back to back games before, but I can't remember the last time that it happened. It's definitely the first time in a few years it's happened for us. So I don't know what you think about about the bat games are we playing the same opposition two times in a row I'd imagine it's weird a weird feeling so, I was going to say it's weird I find it weird also from our season because we've played Linfield twice now and we've played uh, played Glentoran twice both at the Oval yeah. and then we haven't played Glenavon at all so I mean obviously we, we know why that is but um, it, it has been strange because we haven't played Crusaders yet at all or Glenavon, maybe yeah. just those two, but and then that'll that'll be ticked off, ticked off the list. Um, in just over a week's time, so yeah. Um, and then Jolla down here is just in terms of we've talked about the depth of the squad, we've talked about the signings that have come in. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of a lot of chances and changes. I know now I said last night about seeing how fresh the boys are on on Friday ahead of Saturday's game. Um, it's gonna be that's gonna be the case over the next three months, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I suppose it's gotta be. You're, you're just picking off one game at a time, sort of thing. You can't you can't be looking too far forward because you're just constantly assessing after every game. You know, I, I know Yaya looked like he maybe had a wee bit of a limp or minor niggle whenever he went off. And obviously, you know, Ronnie will assess his fitness. Corey McMullen, you don't know how far he is. Kyle Sherry, I'm thinking too, went off. Kyle Sherry, yeah, went off with a bit of a, an, an injury. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a squad game in these next few months. Um, Definitely. You know, there's no player, no matter how fit you are, that's going to be able to play Tuesday, train Saturday, play Saturday, Tuesday, play Thursday, train Saturday, play, you know, week on week, over and over for yeah. the next two, three months. You know, it's, it's just not... It's not going to happen. So, um, it's probably good 
good then that we, we do have a squad of, of such depth that we'll be able to rotate fairly, you know, regularly or, or when needs be. I'll give you a, right, I'll give you a put you on the spot here. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll check this at the end of the season and we'll see. Ooh. Name me one player in the squad who wouldn't spring to mind as a goal scorer who you reckon will score, because we're going to need the whole squad. So, the, so someone out of the blue who'll come on and score a goal. Who do you reckon it's going to be? And you're going to go at the end of the season. Jeepers, I wasn't expecting that. Someone who will score a goal, who will wind up spelling to score a goal. Like one goal or like consistently maybe like five? Well, five if you want. Five, whatever you... Um. Basically, what we're doing is we're saying who, who can the jurors fans not expect to see score or come on and perform and all of a sudden boom there you go and you can you can then look back and go I should have been in the scouting industry hmm. I have a thing about this a hard question. This is a question that is a hard question there's a lot riding on it Bobby Forbes will play this badly if I say something daft he will he will he will I would say Stevie Gordon. Oh, still on my, still on my name. Oh, well, Mark, have you, Mark, have you got one? Um, I'll go for Jared Story, sure. That's maybe good, that's good, that's good. Grab us maybe a free kick or two. I am going to say, oh, I don't know, I was, I wasn't sure. Mm. I'll go proper, Unexpected. I'm going to say he's going to score a goal before the end of the season. And yeah. Curtis Forsyth is going to score a goal for the Jurors. Ooh. We turned. Good shot. And, uh, oh, and, and then we can look back and say there's one of our own comes come through the academy. And he's he scored a Premier League goal. So if you're if Curtis listens to this, no pressure <laughs> at all. But I'd appreciate it if he scored. <laughs> I think Stevie Gordon does listen to this, so if he doesn't score, I'll take it as a personal insult, basically. <laughs> Mud me off, but no pressure, as we say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think, has that covered everything? Everything that's happened since we were last on, and talking about uh, the best chocolate bar in the tin, which is the bounty. Oh, um, no, don't start that. We're not far <laughs> off. We're going to have an Easter special on chocolate as well, which I'm sure you are all excited about. About cream eggs and mini eggs and Easter bunnies and all that, all that fun and jazz. I mean, for those who are listening and not watching the video version of this, Mark is literally right now licking his lips and scratching his beard, which is giving me the impression that he fancies some chocolate. Oh yeah, you know Easter eggs are Easter eggs are good crack. You know, you get the big egg plus the packet of something or the bar. It's a good, it's a good time, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's us for this week uh, on CRF. Well, I might say this month. Who knows when? With the fixture list that's coming up, there'll be yet another another chance to record before the end of the month. But we'll we'll give it a go if we can. Hopefully, we'll pick up some points along the way to to talk about. Um, one last thing that's jotted down here is uh, Bobby Forbes had a read of the. Fast Telegraph article last night, and uh, I don't even know how to even word this. 
a very, I thought it was a very fair and balanced article. <coughs> Reported in the game brilliantly, but um, I don't know, Bobby Forbes is a Muppet. No, I mean, Bobby, Bobby Forbes has taken up a new profession as a journalist critic, is what we'll yeah. say. That. So. He'd be a ghostwriter, but he'd just leave the page blank. <laughs> there you go. That's the way. That's the latest Bobby Forbes story for you. On that note, is that us? That's us, I think. Sweet. See you, lads. See you later.